Welcome back, everyone, to Thanks for Your Concern. This is episode 69. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, in true 69 fashion, we talk about sex. Just kidding. Not this week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. We actually didn't know. We were not, uh, we didn't what? know it was episode 69. So our immature self, when we realized it, we were like, oh, no, do we change <laughs> topics? But no, no, no. We're too committed. We're no. not. We're more mature than this. 69 is not the only reference. All right. <laughs> But we do have a great episode in store for you. Yes, 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 yes. Last week, we talked about being petty. Now, we want to basically do the exact opposite this episode. And we're going to talk about, like, calling some people out on the spot. We did some passive aggression. No more of that. This is just full-on aggression. This is so, full on aggression. So, you know, maybe we should have called people out in the time, but now we're calling them out right now. Okay. I'm going to say all of the dating disasters that's ever happened to me and what I should have done at the time. And also, we're just going to be talking about telling it like it is and dating in general. But before we get started, Berenice, do we have any updates? Any new exciting things? Well, I'm in, back in Seattle and I know I'm a tribal and ass hoe because, like, I literally advertise in all my social media is like, I'm back in Seattle, just so you know, in case you want to. It's Venus retrograde, which means that like people come back into your life. You have some mm-hmm. conversations that need to be had. So I'm ready for the drama. If you're ready to confess your love for me that you've had for years, I'm here for it. I I would love, I would love that. Okay, everyone, <laughs> listen, you have about a week left to you connect with Berenice if you're in the PNW. To let me know, to let me know how you feel. No, but I'm glad to be back. My family's like trickling in. We have about like 15 heads coming from for fucking Christmas and New Year's. And right away, the cats, my sister's cats, who are my homies, yesterday we started doing karaoke. We, we karaoke, mm-hmm. we're Mexican, we're loud. And these cats look shook, like shook to the point where she, they're just like, I in their minds, their expression said, oh fuck, there's more of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So super exciting. I obviously haven't been together with my every member of my family like maybe 10 years so we're so fun i know i'm excited what about you ella i've been having a great time with my family we've done a lot of we've done like a fun holiday activity at least once a week with my family and i was i was like talking to my cousin and she was talking about tinder and i was like let me see your tinder what's tinder like nowadays what's going on what's the haps Guys, I was appalled. Like, I literally was like, oh, my God, is this what Tinder's like nowadays? Was it like that (laughs) back then? Like, what has happened? Like, things were down bad. And so I recorded just a couple hot takes. So this guy sent her first message. They matched. First message, he said, I like ass eating in social places. Oh, straightforward. Very straightforward. Coming (laughs) straight out the gate strong. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm shocked. Like, that's like something I tell, like, an intimate partner privately. Like, I would never just message a stranger saying that. The other one that made me giggle quite a bit was the profile said, like, bisexual, dominant, neurodivergent, non-monogamous, power dyke looking for a submissive. Specific. Very specific. This is my thing. I'm totally, like, all cool and jazz for that. But me personally... Like, do you, are you not afraid that someone you might know might see this and like know a little bit too much about you? Like, what if your coworkers on there and looks and like figures out that 
this is what you're into. Like, I don't know. I feel like putting like that many sexual preferences on a public profile made me like nervous. But then I was like, more power to her for just living her truth. We're sex positive out here. You know yeah. what? That, that's who she is. That, yes, she I, that's knows, what I mean. She knows herself well enough to be like, if you're not this, get the fuck out of my face. I love that. I, I that's love, what I said. love, love that energy. I'm only on cheese buff, the Latino Tinder per se. And I would say people are pretty low key. I, you know, we have some people. The thing is, it's, it's, yes dating whatever but also it's a good opportunity for you to gain some publicity per se mm-hmm. i <laughs> link your fucking instagram ladies all right and honestly it's been kind of the best thing fucking ever to get a cheese bub because if you really need some validation i just go to my fucking messages on instagram and i get some validation <laughs> real fucking quick bro it's also a good time to kind of test some things out you know test some lines okay. see if they land maybe they won't land see if you if there's a specific type of person you've never dated it before go for that see how that goes that's it may I, be horrible it may be horrible but you'll have a story right exactly <laughs> and with that let's get into the stories am i right let's do it Alright everybody, so here's to calling them out and telling it like it is. So we're going to be focusing on romantic relationships, but this can apply to any kind of relationship, really. Yeah. Call people out. All all friendship, parents with your sister, with your cousin, with your pets, let them know how it is. And I want to say that calling someone out is not an attempt for closure, okay? If you're like thinking, oh, oh, I really need to call my ex out about A, B, and C that he did while we were in their relationship, that's not not what we're talking about here. That's you. Mm attempting closure you wanting you wanting to tell your side so you can get per se an explanation but when we are calling somebody out we don't want an explanation we're just letting them know our version of events at the time that they are going down in just for them to like reflect on what's going on at present time so i have a funny story about this about telling it like it is that I told randomly to my cousin. So there was this guy that went to college with us and I literally went from kindergarten through the 12th grade and then in college. And someone, one of his homies were like, oh, how do you know so-and-so? And I was like, oh, it's actually kind of like a cute story. We were both the shortest people in the class. So we were paired together for school pictures all the way through school. And this guy was kind of drunk and he was like, yeah, well, fuck you for saying that I'm short. At least I don't fuck every dude that comes into a bar. I literally was like, okay, first of all, I wasn't calling you short. You were the shortest in the class for 12 years. It's okay. We love short kings. But later (laughs) on, he was like, you know, I've said some things. You've said some things. I think we can let it go. And I was like, no, I said nothing. Let's keep this real. I'm going to tell you how it is. I didn't say anything offensive. You slut shamed me. Because I point, I told a factual story that you were that triggered you. Okay, let me tell you how it is. <laughs> we're keeping it real out here. You're in the wrong in this one. I'll, I'll always take blame, but I like to call people out because some people like to like forget things so that they feel better about the situation. No, Mm-mm. for me, I think it's always it has to happen with with fuckboys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can always tell the moment when something they say is like problematic. I had once going from like a friendship with benefits situation to back to being friends mm. and 
this dumbass dude i don't gonna be mean but this dude was like just because we're friends doesn't mean i don't want to kiss you motherfucker what Okay, let me stop. Like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I've, I've met you, sir, in 10 different types of fuckboys, and we're not doing this right now. And I just, like, kind of went in, you know? I was like, you're just trying to play some games that I don't like to play games I know I can't win. I, I like to know mm-hmm. my odds. I know that there's a 50-50, at least a 50-50 chance of me winning. If not, it's just not worth it. Like, me lowering myself to being toxic, me lowering myself to living a lifestyle that I just won't quite benefit anything from mm-hmm. it is just not my taste so go in go in let him know let him know that i'm gonna see you later alligator because the shit that you just said low-key whack did you notice mm-hmm. that like when it came out of your mouth did you notice that you were being a fuckboy or was that just a thought that came to your mind without you noticing that you were being a fuckboy i feel like sometimes with fuckboys like they they like to say crazy stuff right because for whatever reason <laughs> they don't care i remember that guy was like was like oh hey like i, I i'll be seeing you later tonight and i was like no you won't <laughs> And he's no, like, oh, like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. And I was like, no, I'm no. pretty positive that that's not going to happen because you've disrespected me just too many times at this point. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we'll see. And I'm like, no, like, I'm telling you the, it's a no. The confidence and the audacity sometimes is the is really what gets me. It's the kicker out here. I want to say that with so like tending to social media, there's also places to call out. Very recently, when people like hit on me or whatever, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, give me your Instagram or whatever. And then they say like, oh, I don't have an Instagram. And listen, I am starting to put this bitch together. You don't mm-hmm. have an Instagram. You're fucking lying. You have a girlfriend. That's what you got. All right. And you're Oh, yeah. Give me your Instagram because your girlfriend's on that shit. I know better. And then they'll try to do something like give me their Snapchat. Your snap Snapchat's the shadiest of the fucking apps. Okay. For sure. Like sometimes you realize how stupid you were being after the fact. Yeah. And I remember like this guy would and I would only communicate on Snapchat. Shady. Automatic shade. And I I just didn't think anything of it at the time. Like, I really didn't think anything of it at the time. And then, funny enough, I don't think this man knows how Snapchat works because he unfriended me, but I could still see his story because he had a public fucking profile. So on Valentine's Day, like, like miraculously, like the settings changed on Valentine's Day. But he's fucking too stupid to have fully committed (laughs) to trying to block me. He didn't block me. He just unadded me. So I saw his whole Valentine's vacation trip to Bali. Okay, you know who also planned a trip to Bali? Me and him. So that's how I found out I was a side piece. And looking back, he took another another bitch. And just with the timing, you know, you want to be like, oh, she must have been the side piece. But then you have to, like, be a little bit self-aware enough to be like, oh, no, I was most certainly the side piece. It was me. It was me. She beat ya. Dude, I I can't. I can't with this shit. I literally I have had something similar. Do people not understand that when you add somebody back on Snapchat, it like notifies you because somebody very mm-hmm. silently unfriended me and then recently just added me back and then slid into my DMs. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> what changed here? Was it Venus retrograde? What's going on? 
Yeah, that's. Did you um, break up with your girlfriend? Like, what's happening? I that's my favorite, dude. When they like unmute, when suddenly they, you know they look at all your shit and then they mute you, and you know they muted you because it's like mm-hmm. a sudden drop. You dropped out the face of the earth, and then they add you back in, and then you're like, oh, welcome back, my number one fan. <laughs> it's been thing, a minute. You know, another thing with social media. This one guy was like, you knew I had a girlfriend. Like, we're, we, like, you have my social media. And I was like, you haven't posted about your girlfriend in, like, two and a half years. And I most certainly did not cyber stalk you enough to, like, fucking, like, I'm not going through your whole Instagram feed. If there's not a girl in the first nine posts, then I'm going to assume you don't have a girlfriend. What man is active on fucking Instagram and doesn't post his girlfriend? A shady bitch, okay? Like, you want the world to think you're single, you bitch. So how fucking dare you put the blame on me? Like, just want to put this out there. I didn't hook up with him, thank God. But I'm just saying... He was like, oh, you knew I had a girlfriend. No, I didn't. No, I fucking didn't, you shady bitch. Ladies, if your man's not posting about you, it's probably because he's shady. (laughs) Or he wants to be an influencer, which he better say that to you, like, out loud. My boyfriend knows why he's not on my social media. It's the illusion. Yeah, literally. fucking quiet because I actually got called out about this. (laughs) (laughs) My ex-boyfriend... Like, I just stopped posting him on my socials. And it wasn't because I wasn't trying to claim him. It was because he really, like, does not photograph well. Mm. And, like, Ella can back me up in this. Like, I, like no shade. He just, like, when it came to photos, it was bad. So it's, like, all the pictures of us, it was either, like, he looked good or I looked atrocious. Like, they were slim pickings, okay? But he did call me out about it. And I, I felt bad because I know it gave the illusion that I wasn't trying to claim him. It did. It did look a little a little bad in my defense he didn't really use social media or hype me up on social media which is one of my love languages you better Mm. be my fucking hype man on social media okay i love that you're not reciprocating that energy you're not getting on my socials at all but i agree i agree if you if you're not on their socials there's a there's a fat chance they're they're not claiming you honestly like once you go through a breakup where you have to go through your instagram and like hide disgusting like captions that you used to post you just don't ever do it again like until i have like i'm engaged the social media doesn't need to know about you damn i'm being honest i just archive that shit i archive that shit like no other and then sometimes i get nostalgic i like to look back you know here and there that's way healthier i like to (laughs) never happened i feel sometimes like with getting called out i i don't like to expect to respond but sometimes when you call people out they label you as like the narrative like aggressive girl narrative like oh why are you being so aggressive or why are you being so emotional and it's like am i Am I being aggressive or emotional or am I just pointing out simple facts? So I think a lot of people have not been a lot of people don't confront other people because they just rather not. I don't think it's very commonplace for a a female or a girl to calmly call someone. Yeah, be calmly confrontational. (laughs) I think it is like, you know, like there's this whole thing where women are supposed to be like docile, silent complacent nice and so then when not you- take up too much space not cause a steam yeah. 
Yeah, and I've been thinking a lot about this because I think that it, I used to be like this. You know, I, my conflict style was like mm-hmm. avoidant. And now it has really changed. And I think I've been really working on just like taking more space and being a, like taking ownership of my thoughts and things that make me uncomfortable. Because sometimes something can make you uncomfortable and you at, the, at that moment, you know that you don't like it. But then you like think about it. It's like when you think about combat, like a comeback for a situation like two hours later, you mm. know what I mean? After you digested the situation. Situation. So I've been getting, I've been trying to practice just like being confrontational. Sometimes it's not like everybody's cup of tea. Obviously, people have different conflict styles, but something about like claiming that energy and claiming that space, just like as a woman and being assertive and making sure, like, oh, I know that I didn't like that. I'm just going to call it out right here and let's just nip it in the butt. And they're, they're, if they respond, their response might be terrible and I can just save myself a lot of time. Or maybe I, it's a total misunderstanding. Yeah. I- I've definitely I think people would definitely call me intimidating or aggressive (laughs) because I've been calling bullshit out for as long as I can remember. I remember in the ninth grade, this guy was telling this other girl like, oh, you wear too much makeup. You wear way too much makeup. And I was like, bro, do you like like Kim Kardashian or Britney Spears or like name any fucking celebrity? And he's like, well, yeah, obviously like they're hot. I'm like, they wear a shit ton of makeup too. Like just like shut the fuck up. If you don't like a lot of makeup, cool. But I don't even think you fucking know what a lot of makeup is. And he called me like pretty intimidating for that. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, but that was like whack behavior, you know? And honestly, like, I don't think I've really ever had long term negative consequences for calling out bad behavior. If anything, I think people like are like, damn, that's pretty cool that she tells it like it is. You know, I've definitely severed relationships and some guys cannot handle the heat, but that's okay because I'm never going to fucking bow down to that shit. So it's mine as well, like kick it to the curb. (laughs) Sorry, you can't hang. I mean, I'm honestly, sometimes I am too aggressive and I tell things out loud that maybe isn't my business, but I can't keep (laughs) secrets. I'm telling you, don't fucking come to me about your boy problems if you don't want me to cuss out your boyfriend. That's all I got to say. It's coming out. One time time we were um, hanging out with a a friend, not even that close of a friend, but a friend nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And her ex-boyfriend had been playing games with her. She wasn't ready to call out his bullshit, but Ella was. Ella Ella didn't even hear it from her. She heard it from my ex-boyfriend. And he comes up, he comes to the table and he goes, yo, this is the dude? This dude has been fucking around with you? And she goes, you're kind of fucking asshole. And I'm like, ah! and around the table goes, ah! this man's ego was like so offended. He literally like ran out of there. He could not get out of that situation fast enough. Well, let me tell you this. I stand by that because... <laughs> There's, I can't buy it too. This has been a thing like, okay, so like I'm from a predominantly white area. So from lack of choices, I've dated a lot of white men and they're not fucking used to you calling them out. Especially because no. like if you think about like people's home dynamics, if they don't have like a strong-willed sister or a strong-willed like female figure in their life, they could be used to like women being very like, oh, you know, pleasant, okay? I would say (laughs) I'm not the most pleasant person to be around if you're a piece of shit, you know? I'll just call you out. It's coming. Watch out. You're a piece of shit. It's coming. And I'm not gonna say, I do remember, like, I've definitely scared a couple guys away, but in, like, this one dude that comes to mind is, he basically was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm going out. This is where I'm going to be. Like, if I see you, if I see you, if I don't, I don't. But we were, like, kind of dating, so I was like, that's a fucking weird thing to say. 
see him in like a fucking VIP area talking to one of my friends. And I was like, this fucking dumb fuck. Because I knew her and I was like, there's no fucking way in hell that this dude is going to fucking game this girl down. And now that I'm here, it's really not going to (laughs) happen. So what do I do? I go up there and tell him, bro, this isn't going to happen. Like, I literally just talked to her in the bathroom. She says that you're creeping her out, you know? And... (laughs) (laughs) And then basically after that, we had a very weird, like, could not really talk. Like, we couldn't even be, like, cordial because I, like, hurt his ego too much. But then again, who gives a fuck? Yeah, dude. I mean, I've had situations where I've called people out, but I am able to... I mean, not every single time that you're calling somebody out, it's to, like, end a relationship. I had another... These are our dating goddamn disasters. I had a dude essentially force himself to meet my fucking friends, right? Hijack plans of the night. We go with this dude. Roll In rolls in this girl he has hooked up with. Did he know I knew who exactly that was? No, but I, I put two and two together real fucking quick. You know, dating detectives out here. Mm-hmm. And the the vibe shifted, okay? The vibe shifted. Then I go to the bathroom, I come back. This bitch is all over him. And like, usually I'm not like insecure. I'm not like a super mm-hmm. jealous person. But oh my God, I wanted to murder both of them. My anger just went whoop! So by very like, I try to keep calm. And, you know, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call this fucker out because I don't give a fuck because this is making me so uncomfortable. Like how the audacity. I'm here chilling with my friends that he just forced himself to me watching him get touched by this other girl. Obviously, my friends know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're angry for me. So I was worked up. I go outside and I'm like, how dare you like the audacity that you invite this girl that you like had sex with? Like, what the fuck? We were able to calmly talk. her. (laughs) It worked out. It worked out. You know, and it also doesn't have to be like super intense. I remember this dating disaster. I remember this guy specifically. At one point, he was like, Do you know your IQ? What? And I was like, no, like I, I, first of all, I think that's a pretty classist bias system, but why do you ask? And he's like, you know, I, if I were to guess, I think it's like 50. My IQ is 56 and genius is like 160. And I, this is a dead ass serious story. Like I'm not like, I'm really not exaggerating about this. And I literally was like, hey, bud, let me just break down what you said to me. First of all, you think you're six IQ points more intelligent than me on our like first interaction. Like just like a fucking after like after a couple of conversations, you think you're six points smarter than me. You also put in that you're four points away from genius, but I'm 10 points below genius. And I was like, so you're telling me I'm smart, but that you're smarter than me and that you think you're almost a genius. And he was like, See, well, like I'm like, Ugh. and literally, you know, he kind of was like, oh, no, like I wasn't trying to insult you by saying you were 150. And I was like, yeah, but like, so you you weren't trying to insult me, but like that means subconsciously that you think you're smarter than me. Like you just said that out loud and you don't know me. Baby, your narcissism is showing <laughs> Yeah, I did have to play a... He was not taking... Okay, sometimes when I'm really not feeling a guy, I just tell him that I'm celibate, you know? (laughs) That's it. I'm like, I... I I don't do sex. I don't do sex. Because, you know... (laughs) unfortunately men don't take nose for nose and so if you say you're celibate you're like i'm celibate like there's nothing nada we're on lockdown then they take you a little bit more seriously unfortunately i met his roommate and then me and his roommate started having a thing he was like tell me why when he told me that you said that you were celibate i fucking knew that you just were not fucking down like what did he say to you and i told him about the iq thing he's like God, he would say some dumb shit like that to a woman. Like, why the fuck would he say that? And I was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you, bud. 
He's lacking some social skills. I don't know. Another thing that I call out is like casually bad behavior. If not for me, the next person, right? Like sometimes I just am like, okay, this isn't a big deal. But like, just so that you know, I know the one that comes up sometimes is like when a guy like after the fact of like a couple dates are like, well, I'm not really looking for anything serious. It's like, "Mm, I wish you would have like led with that because like I'm definitely not trying to find hookup buddies on Tinder. Like I'm that's not where I'm at at my life. So that'd been nice to know. So, you know, and then they'll be like, well, the thing is, is like, I just got out of like an engagement two days ago and it's like oh god like so you're gonna come up into my life and blow my shit up when you haven't healed like you know I'll just sometimes be like you know what I totally get if you're not ready for a relationship but like maybe put that on your profile or just let someone know that a little earlier on because now I've been talking to you for like three weeks and I'm kind of like invested you know the thing is at least it was only three weeks girl there's like now that I'm on all sorts of TikToks I have found the side of TikTok where these men literally treat you like you're in a relationship. And up until the point where you're like, yeah, so what is this? And they're like, oh, I just like long term, I just don't see it go down. And you're like, okay, sir, then like, why? Like, why did we spend all this time together? Like, why were you like all up in my business every day, Mm -hmm. 24 seven for the last like, I'm confused. I sorry, like you want the relationship without the relationship, but we're in a sort of relationship, but we're not a relationship so what was what's the goal here because I feel like confused you know what I mean like do men mentality just go like I would like to harbor a relationship with somebody for now like I just don't I I guess I personally don't understand how it works because it's like oh you're not hooking up with anybody else okay cool you talk to me all the time but you don't see us together in the future then why are we investing our time into this I think sometimes there's like a level of immaturity with like I don't give a fuck if a man's 45 50 60 like there can be a level of immaturity still there where they think it's like all or nothing and some men do like they're if they're talking like oh I don't see this long term they might be thinking marriage and you're like okay like I could just use a commitment (laughs) for like right now like you know like I don't know like about you but if you think that you're gonna have this moment where you meet someone and you're like this is my person for the rest of my life I would maybe just tell you to reevaluate that because you don't even know anybody well enough at three weeks to like determine that in my opinion if there's like not enough butter like that's what I think it is or I think that men really don't want to commit it because I think they think that it is just like, way more find, resp- yeah it's way more responsibility than, than it really is like for me personally and I think for most women like when we have a boyfriend we're not looking for someone to spend all their time with us or devote all their energy or for them not to like go have fun and do their own thing I think that's what men think they think they're locked down and that this is it this is their like fucking thing and some men aren't or- ready for that and some people may be jaded from their last relationship mm-hmm. or emotionally unavailable out here. But like, bro, get your shit together. They like, don't, just the- take some time off off the apps and off of dating. Like, that's yeah. my thing. It's like you're on a dating app. Like, unless you have in your profile, like, here for hookups, if you're not ready to have a relationship, don't be on fucking Tinder because that's what most people are on there for. Like, <laughs> what's not clicking? I mean, I don't know. I would say a lot of men are on Tinder for the hookups and maybe women aren't. I would like to see the statistics on that. I know plenty of girls that are down to hook up. And I think, honestly, so you're saying like, oh, well, I can't just say I'm here for hookups because then no one would fucking match with me. So you're saying that you are purposefully (laughs) manipulating Manipulating. people (laughs) knowing that you only want to have a hookup. Like that logic makes you more of a fucked up person than I think you think (laughs) it is. Right. Yeah. 
like, oh my God, I got no matches when I said here for hookups because I guess other women weren't here for hookups. It's like, you just answered your own question. Yeah. Yeah. Calling them out. <laughs> if this hurts you and you're like, God damn it, I should maybe get off the apps. Get off the apps and get into therapy. I swear to God. We all need therapy. Baby. Dude, I've been thinking a lot about that. I was like, yo, if I lifted and I could afford a therapist, like, whoa, watch out. <laughs> you know, one of the biggest reasons I moved jobs was the fucking therapy benefits like bro yeah i'm insurance just a little update before we wrap it up i'm so dialed in for strong girl winter i mapped out all of my fucking goals okay for the 2022 and i would highly recommend people do it i don't know why but there's just like a gear in my brain when i've been like trying to like focus on myself and practice what i preach to make sure that i'm not just like bullshitting on the podcast like i gotta live what i fucking speak and I'm telling you, strong girl winter's got me. <laughs> strong girl fucking winter. Ella and I hung out and mm-hmm. we tried to hold hands. Yes. We touched for the first time <laughs> in years. Yes, we did. It we, was it was it was different. We held hands uh, for like two city blocks. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was different. We also did some great thrifting finds. Probably one of my best thrifting days I've had in a l- long while. So that was really fun. Exercising our love languages. Some quality time, some physical touch. All of that, baby. Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. So for my point of the week, I'm shouting out the TV show called Harlem. It's on Amazon Prime. And she's giving me like sex in the city vibes, but way fucking better. It follows the story of four black women that obviously like grew up in Harlem. They're best friends. And if I tell you this is not the funniest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, I I love this show with a passion. I'm binge watching it right now. I'm trying to please myself, but I can't do it. Anyways, please go check it out if you have an Amazon Prime. If not, like borrow your sister's boyfriends or whosoever you need to do and check out harlem all right that's awesome i'm gonna check that out my plug of the week is jesse and their ig is at whatever jess with three s's and they are a body positive artist so basically they basically just draw all different types of bodies as well as just like different people so they really like celebrate diversity with bodies and it's really really cool also on tiktok at whatever jess and they have a shop that you can shop with um with the link to their app and of course our plugs of the week will be in the description box all right it's been fun uh, i hope you enjoyed the episode if you have any fun stories about calling people out send them to us we love to share if you have any holiday disasters that come up over this weekend please send those in we'd love to hear those as well if you got any people coming back into your life for venus retrograde and they they got you fucked up let us know as always you can find us on instagram at thank the number for your concern and i'm personally at ella l tutor and i'm at bernice adsm and for christmas please like and subscribe as well as rate the podcast honestly you can go tell tell two friends three friends your family anybody it really helps out the podcast by word of mouth so we love you guys all and happy holidays bye bye